This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com super because honestly, being a human can be exhausting. Hey, brother. I didn't feel good. I'm gonna do it again. Hey, brother. Way better. Okay, was anyone else bothered by the fact that the first Harry Potter book also could have been called Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secret? obstacles guarding the Philosopher's Stone. I mean, really, the first two books are basically the exact same. Harry ventures to a secret basement in the school, which involves getting past a giant monster, and then when he gets there, he has to confront a Horcrux version of Voldemort before finally destroying it slash him. He even encounters a red-themed object or beast of immortality in Fox and or the Stone. Heck, they both even feature a Weasley child almost dying. Are the first two books just the same book? And honestly, though, it doesn't end there. Prisoner has a secret tunnel that leads to the Shrieking Shack, which it turns out was built by Hogwarts, so I guess it just also counts as a, another secret room. Goblet features Dumbledore diving into a secret basin, which contains all of his thoughts and memories. Order has the Room of Requirement, and then Half-Blood also has the Room of Requirement, and then Deathly Hallows also has the Room of Requirement. Uh, but this time, with a secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Honestly, the room gets a little overused by the end there. It's kind of the uh, polyjuice potion of rooms, if you will. Whatever, the point is the castle is overflowing with secret passages and rooms. Like that wasn't even all of them. There's the passage out to Honeydukes for some reason, like, what was that for originally? Was there always a sweet shop at the end of the tunnel? I mean, it, feel, it feels like there has to be some history there. There's also the secret acromantula nest in the forest, the secret tower with the book and quill. Heck, most of the students don't even know where the headmaster's office is. But obviously the most secret and ironically most well-known is the Chamber of Secrets that Salazar Slytherin himself built to house his basilisk. The question I have though is, if Salazar built his own secret chamber, did all of the other founders also build secret chambers? I think they must have, and actually, I think we have visited all of those rooms. Today, we find out what they are. Guys, before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. You know what's funny about health? We love physical health. Running, biking, lifting heavy things over and over. And for good reason. Physical health is important. And who doesn't love a good gym selfie? Actually, if I'm being honest, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, do, do we love gym selfies? I mean, sometimes they do make me feel better about myself. Either way, my point is, oftentimes we put a ton of energy into maintaining our physical health, but not as much energy into maintaining our mental health. But work out that mind of yours and be prepared to take all of the super glorious brain selfies, or as I like to call it, your personality. Because here's the thing, going to therapy is a lot like taking care of your physical body. It's fantastic routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness and can prevent bigger problems down the line. And look, going to therapy doesn't mean something is wrong. It's just a great way to invest in yourself and stay healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, or even just live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else except your mind? And our viewers can head to betterhealth.com today slash super to get 10% off their first month. Again, that is betterhelp.com slash super to get 10% off your first month. Link is in the description 
down below. Okay, so if you ask me, the founders obviously had a certain sense of humor and whimsy about them as they were designing the castle. Like at the very least, I think they must have intended to include discoverable secrets in the layout of the castle, possibly as a way to encourage their students to learn, discover, and pique their curiosity. Because like, seriously, what is the point of the moving staircases. Seriously, if it's one thing Muggles got right and Wizards did not, it is moving staircases. We figured out how to make the stairs themselves move. They're like, move, move the whole thing? Is this what you meant? Is this helping? No, like don't get me wrong. It is definitely hilarious that the students have to deal with it, but it is also completely nonsensical. In what way is it helpful to have the layout of the castle itself constantly changing in a place where the point of being there is being at certain classes at specific times? And it's not like, oh yeah, that staircase sometimes changes. There are 142 staircases at Hogwarts, 142, that is bananas. I mean, do you know how many staircases are in the Empire State Building? Three. There are three staircases at the Empire State Building according to a very non-thorough and brief Google search. And the staircases at Hogwarts aren't even consistent in their design. Like some are wide, some are narrow, some are rickety, some go to different places on different days. Some of them just have vanishing steps. I mean, let me ask you, does this look like a safe place to suddenly have the floor vanish? And the stairs are just the least of it. The castle is also full of just trick doors. Doors you have to ask politely to open. Doors you have to tickle to open doors that aren't doors at all just solid wall pretending honestly the only reason i can think that the founders would include these kind of designs in their school is to encourage discovery and problem solving in their students or because it was just hilarious like my personal headcanon is that godric and salazar would just stay up late thinking of silly pranks i could put on the students you found a way to make the walls pretend to be doors that's genius look i know salazar gets a bad rap but don't forget him and godric were like the best of best of friends before everything went south. That said though, you know who came up with the idea for the moving stairs? Rowena. So they were clearly all in on it. But if they were all in on it, I think it stands to reason that they all created secret chambers as well, not just Slytherin. And the big clue to this is the Chamber of Secrets itself. Or more specifically, the legend about the Chamber of Secrets. Because here's the weird thing about the Chamber of Secrets is that, um, Everybody knows about it. Professor, I was wondering if you could tell us about the Chamber of Secrets. Okay, maybe not everyone, but there is a legend about it and a fairly accurate one. According to legend, Salazar built a secret chamber and hid a giant monster inside. But despite the obvious threat to the school, nobody's ever been able to find it. But like, do you see what I'm getting at? All of that is true. Everyone knows all of the general facts about the Chamber of Secrets, even if they don't know the actual specifics, like where it is and what the monster is. Like, how, how does that happen? Well, I think the answer actually lies in Slytherin's locket. Here's the thing. Mostly we know this object as one of Voldemort's Horcruxes, but it's been around for centuries. Like it's way older than Voldemort. And before it was a Horcrux, it almost definitely possessed some of its own powers, right? But so what could it have done? 
Well, we know it could have concealed something inside of it, and that to open it, you needed to be able to speak parcel mouth, the very thing you needed to be able to do to open the chamber. And we know the chamber was intended to be opened by one of his heirs, and this is a family heirloom. So I think what Slytherin did was conceal the information about the location of the chamber and what the monster inside was inside of the locket with a Fidelius charm. Like maybe he siphoned out his memory like you would for the pensive and concealed that inside the locket. Lest we forget that Hogwarts is actually founded where the founders dug up the pensive. So he definitely would have had access to it and would know how to do that. But if that was the case, it would mean that initially the other founders did know where the Chamber of Secrets was because that was Salazar's secret room. But after the information was then concealed, they would no longer know where to find it. They could still know he made a room and that there was a monster inside, but they would no longer know where the room was or what the monster was because that information would be concealed inside the locket. This would even account for why nobody else could ever find the chamber. Well, not that nobody ever did, the Gaunts actually did, but then again, they had the locket didn't they? But don't forget, Voldemort actually visits the Gaunts before he graduates Hogwarts. That's when he kills all the riddles and frames his uncle and steals the ring. He actually doesn't get the locket until he graduates Hogwarts, but I think he easily could have gotten the information out of Morphin. Uh, but Jay, what about Harry? Harry's able to find the chamber. Correct, Harry is able to find it, but guess what? Harry is a Horcrux. He has a piece of Voldemort in him, so he's inside the secret of the Fidelius charm. That's why Harry can find it. I love this explanation so much because it even explains why like none of the ghosts can even find the chamber even Myrtle who lives inside the bathroom in question and explores the pipes and stuff like she hangs out in the U-Bend but all of that is really just to say that the knowledge of the chamber by everyone else is proof to me that the other founders at some point knew about the chamber of secrets but I think if Slytherin did it it's because they were all doing it so their students would have fun things to discover around the castle and I really think they all made something because there are such awesome candidates for what the other secret rooms could have been. Like, let's start with Gryffindor. I think his secret room was none other than the headmaster's office. Because think about it, when they were building the castle, there wouldn't really be a need for a headmaster's office because all four of them would have been running the school together. So then what was the point of that room at that time. The point was to be discovered by clever Gryffindor students. I mean, first of all, the method for entry to the headmaster's office and the Gryffindor common room is pretty simple. You need to speak a password to a certain piece of art. And for the common room, that's the fat lady. But for the headmaster's office, do you know what it is? a statue of a griffin. Then you go up a spiral staircase, similar to how you access the dormitories from the Gryffindor common room. Then you use a door knocker to request entry into the room. And what is the shape of the door knocker? A griffin. Like, do you get it? It's a griffin door knocker. It is a literal griffin door. I can just imagine how proud Godric was of this pun and him showing the other founders. You guys get it? It's a griffin door. It's like my name. Yeah, no, we get it. We get it. Uh, that's, that's very clever, Godric. Well done. Gold star for you. Rowena, what did you do? Great question. I think Ravenclaw's secret room made by Rowena Ravenclaw was the room of requirement. I mean, for one, that's just a lot of R's and you know how much these people love their alliteration. But on a more serious note, access to the room of requirement is not dissimilar to access to the Ravenclaw common room. To enter the room of requirement, you must walk past it three times and request something of the room to 
to be inside. Conversely, to access the Ravenclaw common room, the door makes a request of you in the form of a question. And if you can't answer the question, you can't enter. And if you can't make a reasonable, realistic request of the room of requirement, it won't let you in, as Harry finds out when he's trying to get it to tell him where Draco is. It even fits with the house itself. I mean, Ravenclaw favors students who favor cleverness, and this would definitely take some figuring to discover. I mean, really, the only hint you have at all is that a very random and bizarre piece of art stands alone in that corridor of a man trying to teach trolls how to do ballet. Plus, even outside of the use the students might put it to if they discover it, it also just serves a practical use for the castle. Because it's basically an ever-expanding space that can be used to house the generations of debris that have been accumulating in the castle. We even see Dobby actually depositing some butterbeer bottles here from Winky. But speaking of house elves though, that brings us to I think the most peculiar secret room, and that is the one of Hufflepuff. We of course already know that Helga designed the kitchens where the house elves work, and that's already kind of a secret room in and of itself, but I don't think it's the one we're looking for. Instead, from the kitchens, we need to head directly upward to Helga's secret room, the Great Hall. Uh, Jay? I know, but hear me out. Helga's whole viewpoint from the beginning was that she would teach anyone who wanted to be taught. She would take the rest. She was not about being selective. In fact, just the opposite. And if the point of these rooms is to be found by each founder's students, then I don't think she would want to make a secret room. Having a secret place that only the extra clever students could find doesn't fit into her viewpoint. But creating a place that encourages everyone to come together does. And if she did create the Great Hall as her secret room, it's still kind of a secret. Because you never assume the Great Hall was the work of just one of them. It's where everyone comes together. You'd think all four of them worked on it. But that's the secret that it was just Helga. And again, we already know she made the kitchens, and what is the Great Hall if not just an extension of the kitchens themselves, right? But there you go, guys. Those are the other three secret chambers built by the other three Hogwarts founders, but I would love to know what you think. Did we get them right? Do you think all the other founders at one point knew about Slytherin's secret chamber? Let me know all your thoughts in the towel section down below. But guys, thanks so much as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already. Every time you leave a like on one of our videos, a baby narwhal gets its horn. Maybe. Also, final reminder that tomorrow, this Friday, November 19th at 6 p.m. Eastern, we will be hosting a multi-fandom live stream trivia challenge right here on the main channel, where, and this is the exciting part, we will be revealing this year's animal mugs. They look so great. I can't show them to you yet. Obviously, if you want to see them, you got to tune in tomorrow night. They will be going on sale at that time too. So if you want one, make sure you're there. They tend to go pretty quick. And it's not just the mugs this year. We also have a few things that are holiday themed coming up over at Carlin Brothers Coffee that we will be revealing tomorrow night. Again, then at 6 p.m. Eastern Trivia Challenge. All fandoms winners will get prizes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you there. But also make sure you click that bell and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you want to see how Voldemort got his original wand back after he was resurrected, you can check out this video right here. Or if you'd like to check out my vlog channel, you can check out this channel right here. But otherwise, until next time, I will see you in another life.